now, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding present the CBS Radio Network. Well, I feel a lot better, Bob. I much uh, better. It's grown out a little bit. I didn't uh, hear the show last night, so uh, how did... Uh, Dennis Howard did a, a wonderful job. We've had a lot of people uh, today call the office, as you know, saying, boy, I never heard two fellas sound alike as Dennis and Ray do. It, uh, it really is fortunate that we have a fellow in the wings like that. Uh, because oftentimes I do get a very bad haircut, and uh, I'm so embarrassed by it that I like to stay home for three or four days until it grows out. Well, he did a creditable job, and he's to be thanked. Bob, I think we should institute a search for someone to uh, substitute for you when your, well, uh, for instance, your wig blows off. Or something. I know. And, uh, we, you don't want to come out on stage. I've never been able to find anyone who could really match the vocal timbre that, that I have. Uh, maybe we could have an audition on the air sometime. Well, we might. I was going to tell you one thing that you missed yesterday, and if you didn't hear the show, you, you even missed listening to it. It was a wonderful memory a portion with Ole Olehi, remember? He used to write uh, Linda Lovely. And oh, yes. Helen sure. Harkness, mm-hmm. Mary Backstage. Leo's with us all this week. He'll be by in a little while. Is that the old fellow I saw uh, back in your office before the show, sitting there? Yes. Uh-huh. He has aged quite a bit. Uh, oh, I shouldn't say that. He's probably tuned in now. Hey, that's some refrigerator and hot the plate you have back in your office, uh, Bob. Yeah. Did you put that in over the weekend? Yeah, or? last Friday, I think. Yeah, well, I'm going to get something like that myself. That's a good idea. Before the show, you can relax. It's candy, you can make beef bouillon and uh, well, clam chowder. Coffee, like tea. It. Coffee, tea. Cocoa. Hope we haven't left out any. <clears throat> Mozzarella. That's... Have we included everything now that you could make with hot water? Eggs, boiled eggs. Uh, I guess that's about hot it. Hot chocolate. But I mentioned, mm-hmm. well, I said the cocoa. That covers that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that covers everything. Yeah. Okay, then let's... Well, you forgot instant gravy. That's right. My uncle uh, manufactures it. Well, you could put it with instant potatoes, too. really scream. All right, well, we've mentioned it now. There's no sense to go any further with it. I do want to get to our friend, the animal lady. May we have her theme, please? Here once again for youngsters and grown-ups alike is Anna Mary Sturdley, the animal lady, with more tales from Animal Land and uh, some answers to questions about animals sent in by our uh, listener friends. Anna Mary Sturdley, welcome back to the Bob and Ray Show. Thank you very much, Bob, and hello, everybody. Welcome to the Animal Lady program. Nice to hear your voice purring again, Miss Sturdley. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Bob... Purring, indeed, reminds me of so many wonderful little kittens that we've enjoyed uh, up at our animal home. Well, why don't you scratch the surface and tell us about some of them? <laughs> oh, Bob. Well, I have a lovely story that I think all the little children listening may enjoy. Well, I, I'm sure they will. They always do uh, enjoy your stories, whether they're old or uh, short or long tails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob, you are a fright. This concerns uh, a boy who lived in the big city. And one day he said to his father, he said, Father, what is a pig? 
And the father was amazed, realized that his son, who was now 11 years old, had never seen a pig. Well, that was certainly unusual for a boy that old, Miss Sturley. What happened? <laughs> I didn't say anything. I didn't make a point. Uh, well, so the father said, well, hop in the car, son. We'll take a ride out to the country, and I'll show you a pig. So they uh, hopped into the car and started out towards the country. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just said yes, but I was following the story. And about 11 miles from the city limits, they came to a farm that they suspected of being a pig farm. Why did they suspect it was a pig farm, Miss <laughs> Sturdley? Because there was a sign that said, A clinchies, a pig farm 12 miles ahead. And that was the first they got wind of it. <laughs> Bob. So they drove on and on and on. The sun was so excited. Oh, I'll bet he was. Finally, after driving now almost 23 miles, they pulled up at this little farm and went in. And the father said, all right, son, come on, I'll show you a pig. So the little boy climbed out of the car and together they walked up towards the barn. And was the little boy disappointed, Miss Dirtley, or did he find what he wanted to find? Well, the father said, their son is a pig. Son looked at it and he said, well, they're for the birds. <laughs> oh, another wonderful story, Miss Dirtley. Oh, and we'll certainly be looking forward to your next visit. I don't know whether we have time for any questions or not. Not a bit. No, we don't, uh, Dennis Howard, uh, Ray Goulding says. And so... Uh, We'll ask you to make a note to come back perhaps next week when we'll have another story from the animal world. All right. Thank you, Bob. Bye, animal world. And now, let's see. We have time out briefly for a sparkling feature new to broadcasting called Little Known Things. Little Known Things about what? We're bounded only by the soaring outer limits of mankind's accumulated knowledge. Like, uh, well, take for instance, did you know that Bing Crosby, as a youngster, thought that if he stepped on a crack, he'd break his mother's back? Bing Crosby, the singer? Yes, and did you know how another little-known thing, or another little-known thing about Rosemary Clooney? No, it depends. Well, Rosie, uh, as just a tyke, spilled raspberry fudge ice cream on her pinafore at her own fourth birthday party. Yeah, well, probably nobody or, cares about look, things the like... the fact that a brand-new daytime show called Bing Crosby and Rosemary Clooney is premiering on CBS Radio this coming Monday. Well, there's nothing little known about that. Everybody's looking forward to hearing them. Didn't uh, want to catch anybody napping, that's all. It's coming Monday. And now, chocolate cookies with white stuff in between them brings you another episode of Lawrence Sechtenberger, Interstellar Officer Candidate. In our last episode, Lawrence Fechtenberger had remained on the planet Venus and was running a frozen custard stand with the help of the very nice lady there. Despite the efforts of the people at the Interstellar Space Academy to ask him to return, he didn't follow their instructions. Now we hear after a hard day's work, back in his apartment. Oh, yes. You feel comfortable? Yeah. You know... And undisturbed. Yeah. After... A really hard day like today. It's nice to come home to you and 
and to be so. Well, you have released all of your problems. Yes. And they are floating away. You know, we had one... one Much policy. like a feather. Yes. We had a... It is floating lazily yes. and aimlessly. Yes, dear. We had a, a fellow come in there today. He wanted... Uh, Over the woodlands. Over the woodlands. Yes. Toward the silent mountains. Yes, I... I guess it's very by time for me. I'm... I'm tired. And in your mind's eye... Yeah. You picture yourself... What's Walking the... slowly... The dinner, I... Over the countryside. Uh, over the countryside. Telephone. Oh, wait a minute, I better get there. Hello. Hold it, dear, will you please? Uh, this is the Interstellar Space Academy calling Fechtenberger on Venus. Oh, hello. Uh, this is uh, Lawrence Spectenberger. This is Mug Mellish, Lawrence. How's everything going? Fine, Mug. How are things going? I mean, are you ready to come back yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so, Mug. I'm afraid not. Things are working out so well for me here that I think I would be making a grave error to return to Earth now. You really run in a frozen custard stand-up? Yes, it's... I found a home here. You can hear the old lady in the background, can you? Yes, yes, I can. I just want to tell you, though, that uh, you need it on the debating team next week. What's that? Having the big debate with the uh, state. Hello? You know what you've always meant to these debating teams, Fechtenberger. You can't let the Interstellar Space Academy down. Well, who are you debating with again, uh, next week? With who? State. With State? Yeah. You need me then. That's right. You got any way of getting back? Mm, oh, yes. We have craft here that could get me to Earth. Well, why don't you grab one and uh, come back for the... Mug? Yeah. I'll be back there as quickly as possible. Okay, we'll be looking for you. Good luck. Right. Bye. Uh, flash your blinkers twice uh, when you're landing, so we'll know it's you. Right. And so, in response to Mug Mellish's request that he return for the debating... for the debate next week... Lawrence Spechtenberger decides to hop on a spaceship and head for Earth. Be sure and join us next week for the big debate when we'll hear Spechtenberger say... Come on, pack your duds, babe. We're going back to Earth. In the next episode of Lawrence Spechtenberger, Interstellar Officer Candidate. Now, Bob, friends... Listen to that. I know that that's a... Uh, is that a T. Wilson messy uh, production? Uh, I don't think this one is, no. Gee, it had the ear One fellow's family. It. it might be, and you, of course, have a better ear for those things. Here with us is Ole Olehi, ladies and gentlemen. How do you do? And I hope that uh, you went home last night, as we suggested, and... Well, not your directly, Bob. I went across here to uh, one of the... Uh, uh, bistros in town who, uh, look up some of my old friends back uh -huh. from the halcyon days of radio, and, uh, I uh, didn't get home. Didn't uh, get time early. to go through the so, scrapbook. Uh, I huh? haven't had much opportunity to go through the, uh, scrapbook. And tell me this, uh, Leo, I'm sure I can ask you some questions that you can answer right off the top of your head. Uh, what have you been doing since, uh, your last 
serial story, Helen Harkness Sob Sister, went off the air some nine years ago. Has it been that long? Yes, it's hard to believe. Well, uh, I'm uh, in the uh, real estate business now and insurance uh, business. Mm-hmm. I'm Bob. Well, let's let and it go. I have we a, have enough truck with insurance. Small, uh, car, automobile agency. And I have uh, several bowling alleys uh, spread uh, throughout the country, and I, uh, I've taken a strong, firm interest in uh, in oil. Well, it sounds as if you did well by your fabulous uh, earnings in those days when you could keep it. Literally and figuratively, I'm loaded. Tell me, uh, O'Leo, how long did it take you to write an average uh, episode of one of those? Take, uh, for instance, The Life and Loves of Linda Lovely. Uh, oh. How long did it take you to write one? Well, uh, I think most of the work in that came before uh, just thinking of the idea and Plotting the characters. it out ahead. Yeah, I actually could sit down and write that in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And most days you had longer commercials, too. And yeah. I didn't have to write so much dialogue. Well, I know that, that uh, you... so much sustaining stuff facing you now, you have to write more dialogue. Sure. Well, now, you uh, you worked quite a, quite a distance, quite a... Quite a way ahead, didn't you? I mean, how far ahead would you say have episodes written for oh, Linda Lovely? About two hours before they did. Well, you did it the same day? That... Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Sure. I have to have a sense of urgency. I have to have a, an immediate deadline to, to ask me to have something in six months from now. Uh-huh. It's inviting me to go to bed for uh, six months. You've got to work under pressure, huh? Yes. We'll continue our reminiscences with Ole Olehi tomorrow, but uh, right now it's time for a little break, and we'll have our parting words in just ten seconds. It's time to say so long. And until tomorrow, this is Ray Goulding reminding you to write if you get work. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by your thumbs. Art Linkletter's House Party, a great weekday jamboree on the CBS Radio Network. KCBS, AMFM, San Francisco.